You're listening to audio from Kingsway Christian Church. If you'd like to check out more resources or donate to this ministry, please visit kingswaychurch.org. Hey there, everybody, and welcome to A Step Further. This is a Kingsway Christian Church podcast where we take what we talked about Sunday a step further. We're so glad you're tuning in with us today. You may notice that the sound is a little bit better. That's because we pulled out the old microphone and we're recording it on that again. It's good to be back here with you. So this past Sunday, I talked about Kill the Spider, a great book by a guy named Carlos Whitaker, Kill the Spider. I highly recommend it. It's not really about spiders. That's just one brief analogy that sets up the entire point of the book. And really, the book is just him giving his own personal testimony about an experience he went through and then trying to take the wisdom from that experience and apply it to your life and mine. I really enjoyed the book. But here's where I want to go with our podcast today. So a lot of what I have learned as a Christian is that uh, I have got to get into God's word so that God's word can get into me. Catch that? I need to get into God's word so God's word can get into me. I think I said this in a previous podcast, but there was a study that recently came out that said that if you engage with God's word uh, one day a week, let's call that Sundays, uh, perhaps this podcast would be two days a week for you, but you'd see minimal change in your life. Not a lot, but you'd see some. It'd be better than none. Uh, And it really doesn't change much from one to two or two to three. When you get to four days a week or more where you are engaging and interacting with God's word, those who took the survey saw significant changes. There was a benefit in virtually every single category. Anxiety went down. Depression went down. Fear went down. uh, Even temptations went down. So things that were bad went down and things that were good went up. So there's something about God's word. And here's a little tip for you. This is what I want to do today about applying God's word. So if you remember in Kill the Spider, uh, Carlos told us that the, the spider represents any agreement we have made with a lie. Any agreement we have made with a lie. Well, Jesus tells us that our enemy, Satan, is a liar and everything he does is lies. He's always deceiving and lying. That's who he is. That's what he does. But Jesus is truth. He is always truth. So his word is truth to us. We could trust his word. So where these two things intersect is the more we engage with God's word, the more we learn about who God is, the more that God can reveal himself to us. And then we can figure out and weed out these lies in our life and change them into truths. Here is one way to do that. So what I'm going to do now is I'm just going to read a few verses, and then I'm going to pronounce a truth over us. And and I've got a list of these that I've accumulated from other resources and my own readings and things like that. But here we go. I'm just going to do a few for you just to show you how you could use God's word to apply truth to uh, kill a spider, to kill a lie in your life. Ready? This is a verse many of you know, and it's easy to misapply this verse, but it comes from Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. It says this, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Now, that's what the Bible verse says. The context, what Paul's talking about there, is he's talking about whether he has a lot of money or very little money, he's learned to be content in all things. Well, that's a hard lesson. That's a hard lesson for all of us today, even during this coronavirus. We may or may not lose our jobs. We may or may not lose our companies. We may or may not lose our house or our cars or whatever it is. But Paul is saying, in all those situations, I've learned to be content. But then he says in Philippians 4.13, the way that he was able to do that is because he could do all things through the strength that God gives him. So where we misapply this is we then take take this and say, you know what? I could run a four minute mile because God is going to give me the strength. That is not what this verse means. I could do anything that is pleasing to my heavenly father because he'll give me the strength to get it done. So here's how I could say this back to myself. I will not say I can't 
because the Bible says I could do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Recently, I was uh, listening to a teaching by a guy named Neil Anderson. Neil Anderson's taught me a lot about uh, spiritual warfare. He's taught me a lot about the way that sin and lies uh, impact our identities. In fact, some of the stuff that I've used recently in the I Am statements last week came from Neil Anderson. I referenced that. And one of the things Neil said is when he's doing like a counseling session with somebody and he comes across the truth of God's word, he applies it just like this. So I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Therefore, I won't ever say I can't. And he applies it. He'll literally stop and ask a person, do you believe that? Is there anything about what I've just said that you don't believe? If so, let's name that. Let's get it out in the open so that we can confront the lie with the truth. So, I will not say I can't because the Bible says I could do all things through Christ who gives me strength. So, see, we're getting into God's word. We're reading it. We're not just reading it to read it. We're actually reading it to apply it now to our lives. Let's try another one. Ready? Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, still in the book of Philippians. It says, And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. Notice again, let's make sure we don't misapply this. Paul doesn't say, my God will meet all your wants. He'll give you everything you ask for from him. That's not what he says. But he does say he'll meet all your needs. Therefore, the truth that I can claim for myself is this. I will lack nothing because God will supply all my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Do you see that? Now, I can see it. I can literally wake up in the morning and say, you know what? I'm anxious. I'm afraid coronavirus this or coronavirus that or my job or anxiety or what is going on. Or you know what? My hope doesn't come from the government. My hope comes from the Lord. Therefore, I will lack nothing. God will supply all my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. In fact, that might bring you peace today to hear that. All right, let's do another. We'll just do a couple more, but let's do one more. Ready? 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7 says this, For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. Therefore, the truth statement that I can make is this, I will not fear, because God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of sound mind or self-discipline, depending on how you want to say that. Both translations come out in different American translations. But the point is this, I will not have fear. Why? Because God didn't give me that spirit. So when I'm feeling afraid and when I'm feeling anxious, I can literally say, God, if I'm feeling afraid and I'm feeling anxious, that means I'm listening in my flesh. That means I'm listening to my enemy. That means I'm not listening to you. You have not given me a spirit of fear. I have nothing to fear. I don't know how you're going to provide, but you promised me you will. So I trust you. Ready? So you say it again. I will not fear because God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power and love and self-discipline. All right, two more. Ready? Romans chapter 12, verse 3, Paul writes this. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. So the teaching here is we all may have different measures of faith, different levels of faith. Some of us trust God deeper than others of us do, but we each have a gift of faith given to us by God. It's a gift from him and it's from grace. So the statement that I can make because of what Paul says is this, I will not lack faith to fulfill my calling because God has allotted to me a measure of faith. In other words, when God comes to you and says, hey, I need you to feed these 5,000. Well, I can't do that. Yes, you can. You got some five loaves. You got some fish. Do it. You could do this. I will not lack faith to fulfill my calling because God has allotted me the measure of measure of faith. Do you get the confidence in that? So 
we're taking scripture, we're reading it, and then we're figuring out how to make a statement for ourselves that allows us to kill the lies that we tend to believe. One more, last one for today. Ready? Psalm chapter 27, verse 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Oh, that's such a great verse. But here's the statement that I can make because of that. I will not be weak because the Lord is the strength of my life. I will display strength and take action because I know God. If you really believe these statements that the Bible says about you and about who God is, then you can make these bold pronunciations of truth in your life and you can begin to live out of them. The question for each of us is, will we dig into God's word, what it says about him, what it reveals about us, and will we begin to align our actions to his word? That's my challenge for you this week. God bless. We'll see you next time.